No, kitty. Bad kitty. It's my Popeye kitty. Hello, and welcome to episode 134 of Under the Call of MS. Sunday Comics Edition. Usually, we're going to start off with a little bit of little bit of Garfield. Everyone in the morning. I did mention back a while back, a little while back, that when we hit episode 150, we were going to start dropping the first 50 episodes. But I might leave that go until episode 200, since I've been picking up some more people from around the world, give them a chance to listen to the older crap if they'd like. <laughs> All right. Yeah, John, looking at a giant list from Garfield. John says, are you sure this is all you want for Christmas, Garfield? John's putting the tree together as he's looking at it in disappointment. Like, really? All this crap? Putting the tree together. He's hanging a big old fat candy cane on it. And he lets Garfield know this is a decoration, not a snack. Comprendo? John's whistling away, wrapping a, pe- a present. Garfield goes walking by, licking his fingers, and you see his tail sticking straight out with a curl on it. Just like it's the shape of the candy cane. Next picture, you see Garfield hanging upside down from the tree. He is now a new decoration. All right, one more Garfield here. Yeah, Garfield showing off to his lady. Word balloon says, pretty impressive, eh, Arlene? She says, yes, impressive that those legs can move that body. <laughs> and you see later on Garfield laying on the floor on his back. See him grunting. He puts his arms up in the air, trying to lift his legs, shaking his arms and legs away. And he's just yeah. All of a sudden he sits up one. Got himself one push up in after a long effort of trying. Cell phone just has to keep ringing. Good old telemarketers all day again today. Gonna have the should actually keep track of how many times they call it. Probably get in a book of world records for Mona. Telemarketer calls in one month. Hey, we got Calvin at school. He's at the water bubbler. Hits the button. <laughs> water goes flying everywhere. He gets totally soaked. Goes walking off all mad, dripping with water. Says, I'd bet anything that the principal has a valve in his office that changes the water pressure. <laughs> all right. Kelvin and Hobbs outside. They're, Kelvin's digging a hole in the dirt. Hobbs is looking over him, says, Why are you digging a hole? Kelvin says, I'm looking for buried treasure. What have you found? A few dirty rocks, a weird root, and some disgusting grubs. On your first try? Treasure everywhere. Oh, life's so simple when you're young. All right. Yeah, another 
Kelvin and Hab's story going here. Yeah, his dad talking on the phone. His dad says, hello. On the other side of the line, yeah, Kelvin talking. He says, hi, dad. It's me, Kelvin. Kelvin, unless this is really important, hang up, okay? I'm very busy. Kelvin says, okay, dad. Goodbye. Hangs up. You see Kelvin and Hobbs sitting on the kitchen counter. The sink's overflowing. There's water everywhere. <laughs> Kitchen's trash. <laughs> Kelvin's looking down as he holds the phone and says, this should qualify in another 15 minutes. <laughs> another 15 minutes, another $15,000 in damage. All right. Let's see what we got here from the far side. That building, the sign on it says the Institute for the Study of Emotional Stress. And then you see from the top window, a guy with a clipboard, looks like a doctor, flying right through the window. He was throwing out the window. And you see a word balloon pop up from the window says, hey, I feel better already. Uh, you got some bugs, two couple, two bug couples sitting on couches. The one couple's talking to each other and it says, Criminy, talk about overstaying your welcome. John, open the door and turn the porch light on. See if that gets rid of them. <laughs> Simple amusement. All right, picked up some comics last week, so let's see what we got here. Got for better or worse. For better or for worse. The one character is a dentist. He's got a patient in his chair. Says, says to the patient, we have a hygiene student with us today, Mr. Nedwitt. She'll be checking your pockets. Next thing you see her flossing his teeth away and the dentist looks in the doorway all worried and he calls her over to him and he hands her a box of latex gloves and shows her a sheet of bacteria with all kinds of nasty bacteria all over the sheet. <laughs> and she goes back with her gloves on and starts flossing the guy again. And the dentist walks off with a thought balloon that says, "'Tis better to have gloved and flossed than never to have gloved at all." Yeah, <laughs> uh, John and Garfield again. They're sitting, staring out their living room window. It's snowing out heavily, and John says, "That is a lot of snow. That is a lot of snow." That is a lot of snow. A lot of snow. Garfield jumps up, teeth showing, arms in the air. Next seat, next picture, you see John's girlfriend talking to Garfield, and she says, Where's John? 
Garfield Stop Balloon says, in a lot of snow. <laughs> you see John's word balloon as he's banging on the door from outside. Unlock this door. There we have Blondie and Dagwood. Yeah, Dagwood and the puppy dog following him around the house as Dagwood's trying to sneak in, slowly take off his jacket, slipped off his shoes, climbed, went upstairs, snuck in the bedroom, grabbed his PJs, went and threw his PJs on, slowly climbs in the bed. And then you see Blondie with her head turned. She says, did you remember to lock the front door, sweetheart? And he says, why didn't you ask me that before I did all that tiptoeing around? He says, because it's more entertaining this way, dear. If you're going to be out and about cheating on her, partying on her, leaving her at home, yeah, she's going to mess with you. Yeah, high and Lois. Uh, two kids, boy and a girl. Girls sitting on the couch, boys standing on the side with the football. Says, want to go outside and toss a football? She says, it's not in my comfort zone. How about a Frisbee? It's not in my comfort zone. Want to ride bikes? Not my comfort zone. Tag? Not in my comfort zone. Checkers? Not in my comfort zone. Where is your comfort zone? Any place without you in it. Gee, she's nice. All right, let's check out Sally Forth here. Yeah, two girls and a guy in a kitchen getting ready to play a game. The younger girl says, oh, no, 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 no. Another girl says, you have got to be joking, Ted. Ted says, what? Older one says, what? There is no way Hill and I are going to play Monopoly with you yet again. Why not? You add special rules like time portals and multiverses with other boards around the house and post-apocalyptic cannibal tokens and chance cards that let you possess another token spirit and a sarlacc pit in the middle that that swallows dice and sudden announcements like a string of hotels are actually the scales of an underground dragon. And after all that, for you to even think that we will, what on earth are those? As he's holding three giant robot-like characters, kind of like Voltron, as freelance assassin droid tokens. Another character pops in the scene and says, I'm in. Younger girl says, I, I kind of have to agree with Faye. Old, and the guy says, okay, Faye, you're new to our family Monopoly games. So it's important you know, only my droid is evil. So only I can rob the bank. <laughs> Sounds like a lot more fun than standard Monopoly. Alright, BC Comics. You got a big dinosaur hopping around. It says, look at me, look at me, pet me. And he's just 
walking around being all goofy says i just love humans my entire existence is dependent upon making you happy and then you see a wolf like dog wild dog type character and it says are you making fun of me the dinosaur looks down at him yes <laughs> <sighs> Giving up your freedom to be a human slave. All right, Bizarro Comics. Got a lady with a bunch of flowers and bushes and stuff around her house and flower pots. And Two firemen show up with a ladder they're carrying. And she says, oh, I'm sorry. Did I not mention she's stuck in a bonsai tree? <laughs> These cats caught in a bonsai tree. She called the fire department, get it. <laughs> Back in the old days, kid, the fire department was known to rescue cats from trees. <laughs> All right, let's see here. The Lockhorns, they had one panel that was kind of funny. They're sitting at like a jazz club, a couple sitting at the table. It says... He's really lived the blues. According to this, he's been married for over 40 years, the husband said. Uh, time of living hell. Hey, good old pickles. Can't go wrong here, usually. Yeah, Earl talking to his wife. She's sitting on the couch knitting. Earl picks up the phone says, hello. Well, the phone line says, the person on the other phone does, says, hello, I'm calling with a very important message for you about an extremely exciting opportunity. Earl says, oh, I am very interested. Please tell me all about it. And he sets the phone on the couch, face up. You're the guy on the other side of the phone or girl saying, what if I told you that for a small monthly fee, we could reduce your energy bills, help help you save the planet, and improve your love life? I know what you're thinking. How is this possible? Allow me to explain. And Earl's wife says, isn't that uncomfortable? And Earl says, a little, but it's worth it. Basically sat on top of the phone. Just left the phone on so the guy would ramble on forever. <laughs> no one would be listening. Damn, fellow markers keep calling me. All right, we got Dennis the Menace. He goes to the neighbor lady's, the lady's house. She says, oh, hi, Dennis. I didn't hear you knock. He says, I just needed a quiet place to sit for a minute. Says, why don't you come inside for a lemonade? Says, I could use a cold one. She says, how have you been? We haven't seen you for almost a week. I have been home staring at the computer every day since school shut down. And now it feels like my brain has shut down. No more riding the school bus with friends or spitballs or snack time. I even missed the crummy cafeteria food. She says, I can't imagine growing up these days on a computer. So 
especially at your age, new friends and life experiences all suddenly stopped. A real tragedy for humanity. How about, about another round of lemonade, dear? Dennis says, thanks. Just leave the bottle. Life for kids nowadays. Sacrifices they make. We couldn't wait to get out of school, and they don't want to be out of school at all. It's a good thing. I'd actually be more into school if I had the knowledge that these kids have nowadays, too. Because I didn't care about learning back then, but now I'm actually interested in some of the stuff I could have learned back then if they would have done it the right way. All right, one last one. Let's check out Hagar the Horrible. He's a pastry at a bakery. He says, this needs sampling. Mm. His wife says, Hagar, you didn't pay for that Danish. It's just one Danish. He says, if everyone came into the bakery and sampled one Danish, there would be no Danishes left. Then what? Hagar looks around. I'd sample in in Eau Claire. It's like, we know better, Hagar. You're not sampling shit. You're going to steal everything from them and do whatever you want. <laughs> You're a damn Viking. Rape, murder, pillage, it's all I care about. All right, let's look at some things that were found in people's butt by medical professionals back in 1986. Ouch. <laughs> what the hell were these people thinking? Found, they've heard about over 31 bottles of bottles or jars, a bottle with a hatched rope or with an attached rope, 12 glasses or cups, seven light bulbs, six tubes, an axe handle, and broom handles, two zucchini, a turnip, parsnip plantain with a condom on it, a potato, three cucumbers, two onions, a salami, an apple, two bananas, four carrots. And mind you, these aren't all at once. These are all just what was reported in 1986 that was found by medical professionals in people's butts. 23 vibrators, 15 dildos, I didn't know there was that much of a difference. All knife, ice pick, ouch. A knife sharpener, you gotta fix that dull knife, I guess. A balloon, a balloon attached to a cylinder, whip it. <laughs> For those kids that did drugs back in the days. A condom, a baseball, a tennis ball. Baby powder can, <laughs> candle box, snuff box, toothbrush holder, toothbrush package, bottle cap, three cattle, three cattle horn. What the hell that is? Two stones, frozen pigtail, kangaroo tumor, gross, plastic rod. Two whip handles, two mortar and pestles, spatula, a spoon, 
<laughs> a tin cup, a candle, two flashlights, an iron rod, two pens, a rubber tube, screwdriver, a toothbrush, wire spring. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What the hell are people doing? Boredom. Imagine what they're coming up with this year with COVID and everything. <laughs> We're going to have to look into that in the future. All right, I'm going to throw on some goodies that you can buy in the future along with this episode. Coming up next. Okay, we got Legends of the Dark Knight Volume 2, Number 1. This is more goodies you can buy in the future if interested. This is done by DC Comics. The iconic series. Oh. A new player has arrived on the scene in Gotham City and is selling deadly chemicals to the worst villains in town. Mr. Freeze, the Penguin, and even the Joker. It's up to Batman to stop the villains, track down the supplier, and save Gotham City once more. And in upcoming issues, look... Oh, that doesn't make any sense. And incoming... And upcoming... And in upcoming issues... Book stories and art. <laughs> that doesn't make no sense. Anyways, if you like these characters, check it out. I mean, we only got five million books by them because why permanently put these bad guys away or wipe them off the face of the earth? Be done with them. Just let them keep continually coming up with something so bad. Man, I said something. I, just, uh, I think these storylines are just way too overdrawn. Same characters, but it's just me. Just my opinion. Uh, if you like Lilo and Stitch movies, they have a Lilo and Stitch MC031 Hulu Stitch Mastercraft statue by Beast Kingdom. I think it's an insane price, two hundred and fifty some dollars for a little Lilo or Stitch character. If you can get it. Might as well. Yeah. The heater kicking in, so hopefully this won't overpower too much. I'll try and get this done before it kicks in really high. But we got Loki, Agent of Asgard. 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 <laughs> Complete collection. Trade paperback by Marvel Comics. As Asgardians. <laughs> One man secret service. Loki is ready to lie. Cheat and steal his way through the most treacherous missions the All-Mother can throw at him. Starting with a heart-stopping heist at Avengers Tower, Loki takes on Laura Lee in Monte Carlo's casinos, heads to the ancient past on a quest for a magical sword, and puts together a crew to crack the deepest dungeons of Asgardia itself. Plus, Axis puts pits him against a brutish Thor, god of evil. But who is King Loki? What vile scheme has he been brewing all this time? And what does the Shadow King's very existence mean for our Loki? Collecting a uh, ton of stuff. There's Loki Agent of Asgard from 2014, 1 17. You got Original Sin 2014. 5.1 to 5.5, material from all-new Marvel now, 
6.1 from 2014. Yeah, you like Loki? Check that out. Sounds like the same old storyline to me that he went through in the movies and stuff. But who knows? Might be a little bit different. Might just be the same old shit we've been reading it. If you're obsessed with Lord of the Rings and you want to see the really boring path that they took for 15 hours walking through nothingness. <laughs> There's a Lord of the Rings Middle Earth map, 1,000 piece puzzle. And it's just a big map, so this one's going to be a pain in the ass to put together. But yeah, if you like that, it's by NMR Distribution. Something good for the COVID times when you're locked up. Hopefully we're not locked up much longer and we can get back to norm normalcy around here. But all right, we got Made in Korea, number one by Image Comics. A quick start guide for the proxy step. Remove box, step one. Step two, power on. Step three, raise your child. For Jesse, the world's first true AI system, growing up means learning to think outside the box. This exciting new six-issue miniseries will redefine what it means to be a family in an age when biological parenthood is no longer a reality. If you like AI stories, this could be something for you. Uh, well, they have Man Goat and the Bunny Man number two coming out by Xenoscope. I'm uh, not sure if I got number one on my list or I'll Checking that story out down the line, of course. I like the strange. And then we got Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal Number One by artists, writers, and artisans. She's Marjorie fin Finnegan. She's a temporal criminal. What more do you need to know? Oh, all right then. All Marge wants to do is race up and down the time lanes, stealing every shiny, gleamy, pretty, sparkly she can lay her hands on. But her larcenous trail from the Big Bang to the 95th right has drawn the beady eye of the temporal PD, whose number one deputy marshal is now hard on our heroine's tail and taking things extremely personally. Worse still, Marge's worthless creep of an ex and his even scummier partner have seen an angle of their own in all this and now intend to use her time tech to change history for their own benefit. Marge's only ally, a guy called him, and he's just a head. I mean, come on, what use, what use is just a head? Uh, yeah, I'm not a time-traveling fan, and this basically explains a lot of shit that irritates me with time travel. So she can run around stealing all kinds of things from the past and profiting from it, and then someone else is going to go and change the past again to affect her thing she did, and someone else will change that, and someone else will change that. Let's just stick with the alternate reality type things and get rid of this whole time-travel crap. Makes no damn sense. Why would you even try and invent time travel? <laughs> Someone else can always reinvent it or do whatever and change whatever you 
ever changed. It's just mindless. All right. If you like the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. Collectible for yourselves, the Marvel Hero Collector Museum number two, Thanos Infinity Gauntlet. That and have a big gold glove on your desk. Then if you want a big hammer to go with it on your desk, you can get the Marvel Hero Hero Collector Museum number four, Thor Jolner Hammer by Hero Collector. Then, if you like the Golden Books at all, there's some out there. You can get the Marvel Peter Porker, Spectacular Spider-Ham Little Golden Book. And they also have the Marvel Spider-Man Little Golden Book favorites. Those are great to get kids started on comics. And if you're a fan of Cyclops from the X-Men, you got the Marvel Universe X-Men Cyclops Fine Arts Statue. Bukaya. That thing is a character I never really was big on, but apparently someone has to because they're pricing this statue at 330 bucks. You like the character? It's a nice looking statue, but might break your bank a little bit. <laughs> and one last thing for this episode is Marvel's Infinity Saga Poster Book Phase 1 by Marvel Comics. Trade paperback. If you like movies, then you love movie posters. And of course, this is full of all kinds of Avengers, Marvel's style posters for your walls and your collection. Check that out. And that's it for today. And we'll get back to you with some more.